Hey guys, welcome to Kaizen Project's journey, episode 140, another round number. <laughs> this is your uh, host Cliff Tang speaking from Antwerp, Belgium. And today I'm going to talk about the words we talk to ourselves or how do we talk to ourselves in our heads. I'm a very fond believer about uh, concerning um, limited beliefs, that we work on it and it's a, it's a journey to unlearn and to destory or destroy or beliefs or wrong beliefs that we have been given through our education or our environment, things that are have laid upon us and that we have believed them until now, and that it's time to change them. Of course, there are also beliefs that are very good, but there are also beliefs that are totally BS, <laughs> if I may say so. But that we followed um, unconditionally without actually thinking about it if it were beliefs that uh, are true with our nature and through with our true self. And uh, I want to go back uh, a while ago while I really started to feel that this is a very important issue is uh, when I started Lifebook, it came to me that a lot of things that we have been taught are not um, are not necessarily the best ways to believe stuff, especially in our education system. I don't say it's wrong. It's just it's not complete, or there are a lot of uh, holes in the system that not being taught to children and to society in general. And that opened my mind, opened my eyes. I went through Mind Valley. But then I actually want to talk about you with the experiences I had that really made my eyes grow even bigger. And those were especially encounters with, with persons in my life. And there were a lot of things, but one of the things especially is my introduction into martial arts. So as, I, as you all know, I'm a Belgian-born Chinese. It's been in my roots that I'm Asian, I have Asian blood, and I always have been fascinated by martial arts, by Kung Fu, by, um, by Taoism, by Chinese medicine, all things that are connected to the Asian roots, even the food and stuff. And uh, when I was introduced to martial arts, actually at a late, uh, the late age, at around 30, like five years ago, maybe 28, I finally started to move again in those kind of ways. I've been doing a lot of like soccer, CrossFit, uh, weightlifting, gymnastics, a lot of these things. But martial arts was always out of the question because I didn't know where to start. I didn't know proper schools or didn't know proper people. I didn't know they were, but at that point, it just didn't apply to me at those moments when I was younger. And uh, when I was 28, around that time, I started to, to go with Mousse, uh, with Wushu. And, um, or some people say Wushu, but it's Wushu. It's the right pronunciation. And um, also with, with, uh, with line dancing, there's a little bit of a later stage in Chole Fat Kung Fu, but it's especially Wushu that has made me realize how much negative self-talk I have in my head. Um, sometimes how we talk to ourselves, we are so used to it that we sometimes forget how nasty we can be. And uh, I'm overlapping a little bit the, the introduction to martial arts with the things I see in practice. 
And I'm just gonna combine a little bit. Sometimes I'm quite chaotic in my thinking, but it's maybe easier to tell it like a story. When I'm doing my practice, it, it's always in the practice room when I'm talking to my clients and when I'm trying to release some blockages. I, I don't know how I do that, but I can hear people's bodies telling me something, like the way that they are talking to themselves, the way they are uh, giving a lot of pressure on themselves about how things should be, how things should be controlled, how they should put on with anger, how they should control their sadness, and how they um, how they stand in life, and how are how they are talking to themselves. Now the words I don't know, but I definitely feel the energy, how they they deal with it, and I try to bring that under words or under a feeling that that it's okay to feel and to do those stuff and to release uh, and give an expression to yourself. And I feel it's very beautiful to see how it is connected with my introduction to martial arts, especially my own journey and my own road. Because when I start with this, like, I don't know if you who are listening right now has have ever been approached or, or tried something like martial arts, but it, it's a little bit, I, I cannot, I cannot rape the word <laughs> martial arts with the things that I'm saying, but it, it's not a dance, but still it's a lot of, um, motor control, coordination with your hands, your, your neck, with your feet, with your whole body. And it's also combined with rhythm, uh, being strong, but also being soft. So there's a lot of things that are going on if you practice martial arts. And around philosophy, from extending what is inside of you to going out of you through your body. And... Um, and the way you can cultivate that. It is a process ongoing. It's, it's, it's not only just pure beating up your opponent, but it's more expressing your body through the way you move, conveying your message or your, your story or your person through the way you express yourself in a physical way. And um, when I started with Wushu, I had to do a lot of things like the basics. And I must say, I had done a lot of gymnastics and, and, and weightlifting and stuff. And, and people already called me like the ninja because yeah, I had like black hair. I, I like to move a little bit more swiftly. But when I got introduced to martial arts, I finally understood that I, I was way off being a ninja <laughs> because my mobility sucked. Uh, I totally had no coordination in these new kind of ways of moving. And um, yeah, I just, every time I did some training with this, I was like, I was dead. My, my body hurt everywhere. I injured myself a lot of couple of times. But now when I look back, it was really a big life lesson, lesson for me in the sense that it's not always about the body, but it's also around the mind and the emotional state where you are into. If it's something new that you don't know how to do it yet, it's just you have to train it. You have to do a lot of repetitions and you will make it your own. Then fuse it with some rhythm and then fuse it with your own personality into it, knowing that it's never right or wrong, but it's just a way of expressing yourself. And I have always been taught in the things that I do concerning the physical maintenance of your body, that it's repetition, it's power, it's strength, learning how to control yourself, um, 
core tension, uh, how to use the energy in the most efficient way for power output and stuff. But with martial arts, it's more an expression. And, and it really came out very purely and very clear how my, my mind, my heart, and my body work together. And it was all controlled. It was like, I need to know how this works. I need to know uh, these movements, why I cannot do them, what is, what is holding me. Okay, what was step one? What was step two? What was step three? And then you get like these these teachers and and senpais and and and, <laughs> and see things that telling you like yeah yeah too too many minds <laughs> you think too much don't think just do and then the the reply was always but how can I do if I don't understand and I don't I don't know it's not in my head and and what mostly happened during those lessons or those times I was practicing martial arts was always like blank a blank mind freezing up um, because I didn't know what to do or like downing myself, having low self-esteem, low self-confidence, but especially the way of controlling myself about freezing, don't know what to do, being scared and afraid of doing stuff wrong. So a lot of sense of fear of failure but also like the fear of missing out on, I wanted to have the maximum out of the training, I wanted to work hard. And um, so a lot of these emotions in the beginning of my trainings really, really made me realize um, how much control I put on myself and how, how, uh, how do I say this? How mean I can talk to myself, like uh, you fucked it up again and uh, can't you do this better and come on pay focus, and like be more smart, don't be such a dumbass, come on, man, come on, come on, like slapping my own face, and I always tell my clients, like, self-love is about talking to yourself as it would be if you're talking to someone else, like, if I would talk to someone else, I would do it in a very kind way, in a way, even if it's feedback, like positive feedback, saying that, don't worry, it's okay, you can make mistakes and stuff. But the way you talk to yourself, sometimes you forget how mean you can be. And I realized this through the, my journey, like I'm training now for like five years, not very consequently, I must say, but it's five years with on and offs. But um, my, my, my sparring partner um, and also my teacher, obviously also told me that I have grown a lot in the last couple of years especially expression and I must say I, I feel it too I think it's all the circumstances that led to me being a different person for me now martial arts doesn't mean like I have to execute a movement more perfectly than it was before but it's more about feeling daring daring to show myself in the open daring to show myself making mistakes daring to let people see that it's okay to just be me not being perfect and whenever you surrender to that saying like it's okay how it is and just making fun and just having a good time you definitely will see progress i don't know how if i look back my movies now how i how i move now and five years ago there is way more fluidity there's more way more relaxation and um how it came to that i think a lot of things have happened in my life at, at five years time and it's a little bit too much to tell them all in this podcast. But I must say that I'm very, very keen with the sentence, 
life is a journey and in the journey itself a lot of things can happen and it's also the way we're talking about like how you talk to yourself it's also how you experience those stuff and how do you um, make a story about those stuff like how do you experience them like uh, like something can happen today something good or something bad but which story are you gonna put in your mind around that that story that has happened are you gonna put it in a positive way that that you can get something from this story or are you gonna put it all in the dark and saying like if you're a victim and everything is bad and everything doesn't go your way I must say I was like that every single thing that happened was always like it's not good enough why is it me uh, why am I failing why I'm not better than those persons why I'm so bad blah 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 and I must say I still have those feelings but I'm getting the feel that more of more of these things are getting away and it, and it is all about how you talk to yourself. It's about releasing, you have to release your demons with, with uh, self-care and with self-development that you do, that you understand your flaws and uh, spiritual-wise also that you have to understand everything happens for a reason. But it's also very important intelligence-wise to understand that we can program our minds how we think by telling the good stories inside our minds. And um, I'm, I'm talking and talking and talking. I just want to say like with martial arts is how I perceive it now, for me, this is fun. This is like, I love to do this because there's a lot of ways I can be improving, but it's about having fun, having fun with each other, um, trying to experiment how your body can evolve what else can you do with it while having fun and that's the most important thing connect with people having fun at the same time having a great time having endless possibilities and feeling that the universe the abundance in the sky that it also can be in your body in a sense like there's so many things that you can still do and can try and um now going to another story, I told you that I had like my knee hurt, my knee injured during a soccer tournament two weeks ago. I fell on my knee very hard and there is nothing really, I, like what I feel, there's nothing wrong in the joint, but there's a lot of swelling around the knee. And I think, yeah, I went to the doctor already and did a, a puncture and he took away a lot of blood and said like, it's like a hematoma and um, subcutaneous bleeding and it just takes a lot of time to to get that away uh, but it's still swollen so I think I have to go with the doctor again to get that out but consequently I haven't been really training or moving in around two weeks for me that's a really 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 long time and normally I would be very 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 frustrated about that because I really life love to to move I really love the progress but now it's 10 it's the 13th day and I have something like, so what? <laughs> Whenever like a door closes, another door opens. And um, to be honest, I, I don't really have the intention like I need to move right at this moment. It's okay. It's okay also to be just more <sighs> laid back. Um, it's not that I'm doing nothing. I'm focusing on other things. But um, that's just what I wanted to say today. The subject was how do we talk to our minds and just like in this case with his knee 
I can tell every day like, oh, I'm such a failure. Why doesn't it heal? I'm weak, blah, blah, blah. But I also can say the fact that my knee is swollen and I cannot move too much gives me the opportunity to do a lot of other stuff. Like I don't only have to hold the happiness in my life out of moving. Like I must say in the past, in the last 35 years, how I remember movement was my way to be happy. Whenever I could do something, play soccer, do something with guys, with people, with just moving around, sporting, doing crazy stuff, was always for me like that was my fun, my passion. Take that away and I felt very depressed. Uh, I would go find another way to, to, to get away from this craving feeling that I couldn't, uh, couldn't satisfy by playing computer games or going obsessively in courses or whatever. Uh, but now I really realize that happiness should be find, found in every category of your life, not only necessarily in the health and fitness section. They say, and it is indeed true, the health and fitness section of your life is very important because you only have one body and your body is like your car in the journey that you're going through. You only have one car, okay? Maybe you can change to an air jet or like an helicopter, but you only have one car. And the more that you maintain, uh, keep the maintenance of your car in a good state, the farther you will get with that car. <laughs> of course, you can always remove some parts like you can do with the human body, but still, you only have one car and you should take care of it. And uh, that's totally true. But it's not only the car uh, if you look in the categories of life, not only health and fitness, but you also have the spiritual part, you have the emotional part, the character part, what are your values, um, what is your financial plan, what is your career, um, how is it going with your parenting category, and all those other stuff. There are a lot of things that you can do, and it's just like the car. It's good that you have a good car, but you also need to know which road you're going to take, um, which days you're gonna rest? You're gonna plan. Um, are you gonna go alone? Are you going with friends? Uh, so okay, my story is gonna is going a little bit way too visual now. But I just wanted to say, it's the words that we put in our minds that are very important. And um, my question for you today is: Have you ever thought about the words that you say to yourself on a regular basis? Just think about that. It is very, very important because I've been now into a journey also around hypnotherapy and trying to remove a lot of my old limited beliefs. I thought I was over a lot of them, but I was wrong. Uh, eventually, I have a lot, a lot of issues still there, but they are a little bit hidden. Um, fear, um, fear of my birthright, self-worth, uh, a lot of fear, uh, fear of pain, fear of failing, a lot of fear fears in my body and I just recently noticed that uh, when you put the puzzle together you see a lot of things more and that awareness really really attacked me and um, like today I'm doing nothing at all and I'm still feeling okay while normally when I'm doing nothing it's like okay I need to do something to keep myself busy fleeing outside of that that fear feeling by doing something all the time Sometimes also good to go and sit with the feel, sit with the things that are nagging you and try to understand what it is. And once you find out what it is, it just disappears like that. It's not just that it disappears, but it makes your body feel more at ease. 
And uh, yeah, so I'm rattling a little bit about a lot of things today, uh, but that was my main message. How do you think and how do you talk to yourself? If you are quite mean to yourself, try to talk to yourself in a more gentle way, like you would talk to a friend that you care about. Give yourself that credit because you earned that. You are meant to be loved. You are born to be loved and to be cared about by others, but especially by yourself. It's only when we talk lovely to ourselves that it's easier to accept and to give permission to others to talk to us at the same way. That's beautiful, isn't it? You can only attract to yourself what is inside of you. So if you are bad talking yourself from day, day in, day out, the bad talking from the world will come to you. If you're caring deeply for yourself, loving yourself, embracing yourself, and accepting yourself who you are, then, my friend, then the world will have the permission to love and to approach you. I recently had a client and she said to me, I feel like I'm so lonely and I feel no one wants to come to me and I'm always so lonely in relationships especially. And, and I was saying, and, and we went through this subject and she was saying, yeah, I, I actually lost the way to love myself. I hate the way I am. I, I cannot give myself something. If I give myself something, I feel guilty about it. And that's the thing, guys and, and ladies. If you don't love yourself, how is it ever possible for people to love you? If you can't even love yourself, you're actually closing the doors. If you don't love yourself, you're only opening the door of the, high, of the hallway. So people enter the hallway, but if you don't open the door to the living room or the bedroom or the kitchen, whatever, people are very hard and keen to get to know you on a deeper level. And that pushes people away. If I open the door of my hallway, but I don't show you the rest of my house and I just leave you in the hallway, eventually you will go back out <laughs> very quickly. And that's how life is. So open your doors. But... Also, open doors for the people who deserve it to know you better also. I understand. We cannot open the doors to everyone. So bugglers can come in. But give people a chance. Get to know them a little bit and try to trust people to let them in. So quite a long text today. Um, I wish everyone a lovely, lovely Saturday evening. Have a good rest. And uh, I'll see you one of these days. Bye.